History is always written by the winners. When two cultures clash, the loser is obliterated, and the winner writes the history books. Books which glorify their own cause and disparage the conquered foe. As Napoleon once said, what is history but a fable agreed upon? Dan Brown didn't kill anyone, though. So, so don't Just panic. So you know. <laughs> don't. You can still read his books. <laughs> this is Jen. This is Becky. And this is Too Close to Home. Home. We're going to take it back old school today. To the backpack. Do a little historical person. To a bad bitch. A bad bitch. We're going to cover Countess. The English version is Elizabeth Bathory. The Hungarian is Ezerbeth Bathory. Girl. But Hungarian. we ain't going to use that name too much because I really had to like put out some parentheses with how to pronounce <laughs> that. So we're just going to go with Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> For y'all's sake. You don't want to hear me stutter and right. say over my words. <laughs> We talked briefly about her, Jennifer, and I during the Bloody Mary episode, and I decided to dive right into her. She was super fascinating, y'all. For real, for real. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into the life of Countess Elizabeth Bathory. She was a wealthy and powerful Hungarian noblewoman. Noble Get it. Sasha right? Fierce over there. And let me tell you what. If I was going to be a noblewoman, I'd want to be a countess. Because that just sounds scary. Oh, I, yeah. I'm Countess Becky Johnson. That's right. And I want to invoke fear in you when you hear my name. I mean, how else are you going to get the peasants to listen? <laughs> in 1610, she was accused of gruesome acts of serial murder and confined to her home in Castle Cashtis, where she remained until her death. Bathory is reputed to have killed at least 600 victims, earning her, you guys ready for it? A Guinness World Record. Oh! <laughs> Just saying. She earned that record for being the most prolific female murderer. Stories of her sadism and brutality quickly became part of national folklore. Her infamy, infamy earning her the nickname the Blood Countess or Countess Dracula. She is said to have been a source of inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. However, it is possible that Bathory was not guilty of any of these crimes that have been laid at her feet. Because as I said in the quote, history is always written by the victors. Especially when it comes to women. Yes. Bathory was born in Nybothor, Hungary. <laughs> Telling y'all, a lot of this is all Hungarian, so I'm going to do my best, y'all. On August like, 7th. Who are you to judge us, though? Okay, right? We're trying. You try. You do it. You try speaking Hungarian authentically <laughs> as a white woman. <laughs> She's born on August. <laughs> I, that does that doesn't make sense. I know. I get it now. I get it. As a white American woman, there you go. <laughs> I fixed myself. Okay, <laughs> I don't need you to do it. <laughs> I'm a strong, independent woman. <laughs> I own my mistakes. <laughs> she was born on August seventh, fifteen sixty. Her father was Baron George Bathory, brother of the Voivod, Vovoid. And a vovoid is a military leader or a warlord. Warlord. War. War. Lord. Is that like those Nazis? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> of Transylvania. Andrew Bathory was her brother. <laughs> Dramatic her pause. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Why Becky gets her shit together? <laughs> We've been recording all day. <laughs> Her mother was Baroness Anna Bathory, daughter of another warlord, war, 
for fuck's sakes. <laughs> you know what it is. We'll call them WLs. <laughs> War Lord. Of War of War. I was all trying to like research and find out what that was, and now I'm just. <laughs> she was also niece of Stephen Bathory, the King of Poland, and the Grand Duke of Luth Lithuania, and the Prince of Transylvania. Y'all, these are some tongue twisters, okay? okay? I'm doing my best. They got Transylvania up in there, too, so you know. Elizabeth was born in her family estate and spent her childhood at Castle Etchin. As a child, Bathory suffered multiple seizures that may have been caused by epilepsy. But you know that wasn't a thing back then. I was like, she was seeing visions and shit. <laughs> I was going to say right, but I'm trying to step out of that. <laughs> At the age of 11, Bathory was a beautiful and well-educated girl. She became engaged to Count Frerin Natasi. Some accounts of her life include giving birth to an illegitimate child fathered by another man before her marriage. When they say Montel's only been around for this long, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> so I watched a movie, and it did a very good job of historic historic accuracy but obviously there was some fiction thrown in there but they did talk about um, her giving birth to another child a child outside of wedlock she was very young and the boy was 16 and he was just a normal kid and uh, he was castrated and tied to one of those wheels that like rip off your extremities oh no and she was forced to watch it she was also forced as a child to watch the torture and the killing of people who had broken laws and whatnot. I assumed to show her what her role would be, but it kind of messed her up from a from being a, as a child. It messed her up. Um, at one point, she was at dinner table with her dad and was talking about how how come uh, animals don't live when you bury them. She had taken a baby chick that had been given to her and planted it in a pot like a plant. And then went back the next day and dug it up and it was dead. And so she kind of became fascinated with death early on. And I mean, it sounds like my childhood. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I used to do. <laughs> Suppose a lot of that came from being forced to watch the executions and whatnot. I'm talking she was like seven or eight when they started making her watch this stuff. But That won't fuck you up at all. No. But you had to teach them what they were going to be responsible for. Because when they became... A countess that one day she was going to be responsible for sentencing people to death and you should understand what you're doing i don't know if you should start watching it at seven or eight but who am yeah i, I mean <laughs> i guess at that time when you were like 15 you're considered grown so <laughs> exactly. it was like it was basically being a teenager being seven years old 100 an excellent segue into the fact that at 15 bathory <laughs> married her oh. husband on may 8 1575 her husband was the son of a baron and another member of an aristocracy. Aristocracy. Okay, there we go. Thanks, Jen. I got you, Sam. Approximately 4,500 guests were invited to their wedding. That's a lot today, but or a lot, lot back then. I know. You had that because that you had to travel and shit. And that was not Horse like a, that's not a three day thing. That's like we're going on a two month trip <laughs> and it's going to suck the whole way. Gonna be John's like probably going to die. He's got TB over there. Or snake bite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just we're gonna make it maybe <laughs> after marrying the ca the couple moved into the castle that she would live the rest of her life in 
this was a wedding gift from the groom's family. I don't know about you, but JJ's family didn't give me nothing like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> the couple did not have their first child until 10 years later in 1585. Bathory eventually gave birth to five children. Two of those died as infants, but two daughters and a son survived. As her husband was a soldier who was often off fighting the Ottoman Turks, the couple spent most of their marriage apart. However, could you imagine how many kids she would have had had they not? Yeah. That's a lot of children because for a little they had bit of time. Five just with him coming home on, I mean, he was always on deployments. <laughs> that sounds, oof. Yeah. Sounds like she lucked out. However, it's said that he schooled her in techniques of torture when they were together. While he was away on his frequent trips, his wife ran the estates and took various lovers. <laughs> he died in 1604. So I had two different versions of how he died. One was after a debilitating pain in his legs, and he eventually became permanently disabled. Did he have, like, the gout? Oh, girl, I don't know. <laughs> um. When he died in January 1604, Bathory took control of the extensive estates, which was very unusual for the time because women did not control money or estates. But since she had been running everything while he was gone and done a very good job. There was no difference to be made, really. Like, exactly. Ah, well, I'll just well, fucking move it. Exactly. So the movie that I watched showed that her husband had returned home from war. They had the king over for dinner. They ate and drank. And then he got very ill afterwards and passed away which would lead most to believe and the the concept i took was that possibly the king poisoned him mm-hmm. which would make sense because the king was greatly indebted to both of them they had funded like all of the wars thus far by the way the movie is excellent so good who stars in it anybody we know Mm-mm. Oh, no dang, but it's still really better. good so the crimes Bathory was accused of hundreds of crimes against both female servants and minor noblewomen who'd come to her for training and education. Most of her alleged assaults and murders took place after she was widowed in 1604. So per the movie, she fell in love with a young man who was only 21 years old, and they began a very sexual and emotional affair. So the young man's father... As opposed to what, though? A sexual and emotional so. Well, she actually cared about him. So she never loved her husband. You know, because oh. it was an arranged marriage when they were very, when they were That's just true. children, it was arranged. So it was just, it is what it is kind of thing. That's true. Okay, that makes sense. And everybody always said she was very. It was business. Yes. She was very stone cold, very emotionless. She just ran things the I way they needed to be. people get fucking murked at seven, so <laughs> right. emotional too. But when she met him. She softened so much she fell in love with him, and it was the first time she'd ever been in love with anybody. Aww. So her whole everything changed. Okay, that's she sweet. was thirty eight at this time, so she wasn't really old. No, but for the times, I guess she was. So, the twenty one year old man, his father had actually asked her to marry him. He was a nobleman from another area, wanted to combine with her, and she was like, "Nah, bro, I'm good. I want to get at your son." Yeah. <laughs> And the dad didn't take well to it, but whatever. Well, the 21-year-old boy was already promised to be married to somebody else. But he was like, nah, I'm going to leave her. We're going to run away together. But that shit didn't happen back then. So, as I said, he was going to be married off. 
Well, the father found out about the affair, told his son, nope, can't do it. And the son told him, I'm not marrying who you want me to. I don't care what our family loses. I'm in love with her. So he locked him up in the dungeon and was like, when you change your mind, you can come out. Otherwise, you can stay down here until it's time for you to get married to the chick you're marrying. Right. So in the meantime, the dad found love letters that he had been writing to Bathory. So he wrote a letter to her talking about how the woman he was to marry was 17 years old and how she was so young and beautiful and he'd never seen anyone as beautiful as her. So, you know, Bathory got beside herself because she now seen herself as this old haggard woman. Yeah, like, oh, oh, is I not as good as a 17-year-old? What, bitch? Exactly. So she, like, loses her business. And when she was reading the letter, she was in the room with her handmaiden and some other servants, and she's hollering and yelling and whatnot, and so... She tells the handmaiden, come over and brush my hair, you know, make me look pretty. And the handmaiden's brushing, and she kind of gets stuck in a tangle, and Bathory slaps her. And when she slaps her, she spills her blood, and it gets on her hand and on her face. And when she starts yelling at her, look what you've done, you idiot, da-da-da. When she goes and looks at herself in the mirror and wipes it away, she sees that she all of a sudden is young again. So Mm -hmm. now she thinks, this young girl was only a 16-year-old, and she was a virgin. So she now believes that her blood has caused her youth to be restored. It's always a damn virgin's blood. Always a virgin. Men mess up everything, (laughs) including your blood. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes to the young girl, and she kind of tries to play it up like, look what you're doing for your country. You're making me beautiful. I'm going to get remarried because of this. So first the girl's kind of like, okay, whatever. So they start just cutting her and draining blood for her to... Well, they continue to do it and continue to do it until eventually the girl dies because, you know, they didn't have blood transfusions back then. Yeah. So they just ran on out, ran her dry. Exactly. Bled her to death. Well, like I said, she believed that it caused her wrinkles to go away, that she became young and youthful looking. She began the daily drainings of the handmaiden's blood and used it to cleanse her face and hands. Initially, she just started with her face and hands because she felt her hands looked really old as well. Eventually, the handmaiden died due to the blood loss. So she began to seek other servants in the home, but they had to be young and be a virgin. She tried to kind of keep it. How do you come up with that? We're like, hey, hey, you got a boyfriend? Y'all got down here? You still oh, got she that? would just straight up ask them. Oh, shit. She yeah. was like ballsy. Yeah. She was like, are you a virgin? And if they were like, of course, because as the time you were. And she was like, <laughs> and she only started with the servants in the home because she was keeping it too close to home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the earlier accounts were of peasant women being married but it wasn't until 1609 that rumors that she had killed noble women attracted attention so in that time if you killed a peasant it really wasn't a crime you could kill them basically for whatever reason you wanted and nobody really gave a damn almost if you will how people feel about sex workers now. It's hard to get their crimes investigated because they just don't care. Well, that's how it was with the peasants back then. So she was just off in the peasants and nobody cared. The less dead. Yes. Now, once she switched to noble women, then obviously people had to start taking notice. Per the movie, the first noble woman that she killed, so she sent her servants out to go kidnap people, and they actually kidnapped and brought back the man that she was having the affair with, his wife. And when she found out it was his wife, then she killed her, and that's when she started bathing in the blood. And the reason that she switched to noble women versus peasants, because she had killed many, many peasants per the stories, 
is she started getting a rash on her skin, and she believed it was because the peasant's blood wasn't pure. So she had to upgrade and kill noble women because their blood would be more pure. And I'm like, did you ever think it was maybe it was because you were cleansing yourself with blood? And that's probably not good for the skin. I know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't tried it myself. I don't think this is Yves Saint Laurent, okay? <laughs> exactly. Write this, Jennifer. According to the Buddhist City Archives, some of Bathory's victims were covered in honey and left outside for insects to devour. During cold, colder parts of the year, young women might be stripped naked and forced into deadly ice baths. Bathory sometimes tortured girls by driving needles into their fingers, cutting their lips or noses, and whipping them with stinging nettles. She would also bite shoulders and breasts, as well as burning the flesh, including the genitals of some victims. The intimate nature of Bathory's attacks suggests a sexual motivation, although it's impossible to know what's, with certainty what compelled her to act. But each, each thing you read depicts her a little bit different because in the movie they showed that she created a torture chamber in which they wheeled a, a wheel and it closed in a... The women were put into a metal cage mm -hmm. with iron... Spikes. Spikes. And so as they twirled it, whatever, twist, wheeled it. Oh, my God. Yes, it would poke into their skin, and the blood would go into a drain below them, and she sat in a bath underneath the drain and would bathe in the blood that way because it had to be fresh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Could you imagine be like, no. That's another one that was like, I ain't getting in that, bitch. You won't have to throw me in there. For real. So per the movie and per a lot of what this says, she had three servants that would basically abduct, kidnap, lure the women to her. And she would always ask them, don't you think that my skin looks younger? And of course they would tell her yes, because bitches don't want to get murdered too. <laughs> exactly. What are you going to say to her? No. And she had one woman who quote unquote worked for her, who they call in some of this a witch and she was her um, seer, so to speak. You know, she made all of her lo uh, tinctures and right. ointments and whatnot. But she also did, like, a tidbit of witchcraft. And But Bathory was involved in a romantic relationship with her as well. Oh, girl. And she knew about what she was doing, but she kept telling her, like, rah. She was the only person that would tell her, ain't nothing happening to you. You look the same as you did yesterday. Cut it out. What old Elizabeth say? Like. You're just jealous. Oh. I look so young and youthful and you're looking old. And yeah, she didn't believe her because she was like, so then she would call the other servants over and she's like, you tell her, how do I look? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you look so much younger than yesterday. And she's like, see, they all think I do. <laughs> okay, of course they're going to say that. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones getting your victims for you. They're Let gonna, me oh, just put girl. a gun next to their head. Tell them how beautiful I am. You're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened. So. Depictions of Bathory often mention her bathing in the blood of virgins, which she did have all of her victims had to be virgins. Like when she killed the woman that was going to marry her little 21-year-old lover, they weren't married yet. So technically she was still a virgin. Uh -huh. So that's the only time that she would. You could, if you'd gotten any, you were no good anymore. I'd be like, yep, I done laid up, girl. Don't you worry. <laughs> right. I done been run, run upon. <laughs> all them peasants. 
Running like, train. Ain't purr at all. <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> I'm a dirty girl. <laughs> so all this, of course, was an attempt to recapture her lost youth. However, this depraved action is not backed up on by any witnesses' accounts other than those that just heard shit. They all heard rumors, and the first mention of Bathory's bloodbath came 100 years after her death, thus seeming to be an invention. Most historians believe that she probably didn't really do this, mm. but mm. it's also said that Bathory enjoyed drinking the blood of the virgins, believing that it would preserve her beauty and youthfulness, which is where she became the inspiration for Dracula. Hence, she was in Transylvania. She was the Countess of Transylvania. She drank blood. So he pulled a lot of inspiration from her for the book, which is quite interesting. Tastes like Timmy. <laughs> so you know. Is that how you have that porcelain skin, Jennifer? <laughs> I'm really 65 years old. <laughs> <laughs> On December 29th, 1610, King Mathis assigned George Thorizo, Count Palantine of Hungary, and coincidentally, Bathory's cousin to investigate the claims. He arrived at Bathory's castle to investigate the Countess' alleged crimes against women of noble birth. Any mistreatment of servants was not a concern. They didn't care about how many peasants she killed, just about the noble women. He reportedly surprised Bathory in the middle of tormenting a victim and in response immediately imprisoned her in her home. Her high status meant she would not be jailed as a common criminal. So, apparently they felt back then that if someone of noble name was found guilty of anything, it kind of tarnished everybody's name. So, they didn't get found or had have trials over the things they did. And there's still a lot of, like, uh, whether or not he really walked upon her tormenting any victims. Because they show both sides, like, he came across and was, like, looked in a room and was like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of bodies in there, but told everybody else not to look in there. Yeah. Like, don't look in there. Just no, 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 I'm going to spare you guys. Don't look. Don't look. It's exactly what he did. He's like, don't look, don't look. It's too much for you to see. <laughs> so. Who's going to clean these... it up? Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Exactly. So then all these people just went and were like, oh, yeah, there was a bunch of bodies in there. Like, well, how do you know? Well, because he told us there was, so there had to be. I mean, why would he lie? Why would he lie? That's her, that's his, that's his cousin. So, like. <laughs> he would lie. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Between 1610 and 1611, Thorazo took dispositions from people living in the area around the estate, including testimony of more than 300 witnesses and survivors. Using my air bunnies, survivors. <laughs> I don't think she would have left anybody as a survivor, considering she put them in her torture chamber and it was like spinning them around like a damn salad. <laughs> yeah, and then standing <laughs> Drop the vinaigrette, baby! <laughs> exactly, like... <laughs> survives that nobody no. nobody that's who survived that. not not in medieval times when there was like no medicine and shit like that shit was gonna get infected someone's gonna get tetanus <laughs> get locked jaw yes there's so many possibilities the fact survivors not survival is not one of the possibilities no. did she look at her is that what she means by she survived <laughs> she asked me if i was a virgin and i said no i'm a survivor i'm a bad bitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm a survivor <laughs> <laughs> The stories of Bathory's murders were further verified by physical evidence of mutilated, dying, and dead victims at the time of her arrest. Now, per everything that I found 
again, whether it's true or not, did say there was like a shit ton of dead bodies around the castle. <laughs> there was nothing that said that wasn't true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tend to lean towards that might have been true. And they were just like strode about because it was so cold that they couldn't bury bodies. So they were just like, fuck it, get it out of here. Started, it was like warm enough they were burying Before it's bodies. Gonna, it's gonna shit itself. Come on, get and it out of here. Cold, which I was like, well, that kind of makes sense with the Buddhist archives that say she put honey and stuff on them for insects to devour. Well, possibly they had them do that to decompose the bodies and get rid of them. Hasten, girl, you so damn smart. That is. And get the Ooh. wolves and whatnot to be attracted like, to them. Like, come on, y'all. Got a little snack and snack. They're virgins. <laughs> the blood's good. <laughs> well, I already took all that. But <laughs> there's the some rest meat. is probably all right. <laughs> some dried up meat. I'm telling you, the hymen's intact. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so, Bathory was said to have killed the daughters of the lesser gentry sent by their parents to learn courtly etiquette and social advancement. So, the kind of lower noblemen would send them to her home to learn how to act right. So and they can get higher in court. Yes. And then she would be like, hmm, now that you're here. I know you're not going to court. <laughs> I'm the person. <laughs> no wrong answers here. <laughs> Some witnesses of relatives said they died while at Bathory's Genesium. So I looked up what a Genesium is. Right? Because I didn't know what that was. Do you know what that is? No, I have no clue. All I could find was it was the reproductive organs of a flower. So I assume it was a greenhouse, and they probably came there to learn how to. But that's me assuming. But that would make, yeah. Yeah, because that was literally all I could find. It was the reproductive, quote-unquote, organs of a flower. Yeah. So I was like, well, must have been like what they called a greenhouse back then. Which, I mean, I'm sure they probably did that. Like, I'm sure that's all women were allowed to do is plant flowers. I've seen Game of Thrones. (laughs) I've Thank seen you. him grow some shit there. <laughs> Watched a lot of historical documentaries and women couldn't do shit. <laughs> but have babies. Just baby slides. Abductions were also said to have taken place. That was also recounted in the movie that, like, once she got, like, desperate because they were, like, running out of chicks, they, she would just tell them, go grab whoever you can. So they would find, like, orphan girls on the streets and whatnot, which I'm sure their blood was harsh to her skin. <sighs> Like acid. Ant. <laughs> Four Bathory servants, three females and the one male, were then arrested, questioned, and subjected to torture. The court proceedings began early in January 1611. These servants denied their culpability in the murders, but admitted, admitted to burying multiple victims. Though the number in their accounts only varied between 36 and 51. In addition to shifting their blame to their mistress and each other, they also implicated a deceased servant, Darvulia, who served as a maiden governess. Darvulia is the one who was the, like, quote-unquote, witch. Mm. And per the movie, she got, she was like, this shit's getting too deep, and she ended up taking her own life. Which would be what I can only assume why she was the deceased servant. Because in the movie, she took her own life, too, and was like, nah, I'm out. She, she was in love with Bathory, but female, female, you know, that wouldn't. That does not kosher back then so two of the women in the male servant were sentenced to death which was quickly carried out the fourth was spared immediate execution what happened to her afterward is unknown my guess is she got the axe too yeah they don't more, let her... probably more mob style just unseen yes 
After these executions, Thorzo continued to investigate the countess. One witness stated that Bathory herself had listed 600 victims in her papers. Multiple sources said she kept diaries and wrote down who they were, how she killed them, when she killed them, and that at some point someone had snuck in and taken those diaries, possibly to use against her at another time. And then he was given those during the investigation. But those diaries have never, ever been seen by anybody who's mm. documented anything. Right. So, again, it's probably a rumor. You know, that's how that shit worked back then. People oh, yeah. just made shit up, and it was good. Well, for real. They just took their word for it. Well, that's pretty much what the Bible is. That bush was on fire! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me Although, tell you about Noah. He got a big-ass boat. Got two of every animal. Um... Everyone. <laughs> Even a little bug. <laughs> um, although supposedly there were 600 victims listed in her paper, the actual number is varied. In every testimony and every article that you read, nobody knows for sure. The evidence gathered included 289 witness statements. Bathory herself was never tried, despite King Mathis's wishes. He, The king did want her tried. But the king owed her a shit ton of money. Mm. And what better way to get out of your debt than to kill the person that you're indebted to? Exactly. Thorzo convinced the king that such an act would damage the nobility. A trial and execution would have caused a public scandal and led to the disgrace of a prominent and influential family that ruled Transylvania. Which is sure, whatever. But I don't know what that means. It's okay. <laughs> so as a member of a powerful family, Bathory's not put on trial. Instead, she was isolated Many of the the folklore say she was walled up in her own castle, where she remained until her death in 1614. As she was not convicted of a crime, Bathory's holdings were passed to family members instead of being seized. Per the movie, Homeway that wanted to marry her, that she was bopping his son, mm -hmm. he came back and she signed over almost everything to him. And so basically half went to him and half went to her kids. And they told her, sign this or we'll take you to trial and if you go to trial and you're convicted then the kids are orphaned and they get nothing yeah this is at least get all some something so of course she just signed it and like, fuck it yeah didn't even she knew what was going to happen either you sign it and leave something to your kids or you don't sign it and you don't leave anything to your kids because either way you're guilty yeah for them whether it's true or not um i will look at you you guilty bitch one account states that she signed over most of her land to the father of her young lover, as I said, and the rest are spread amongst her children. The fact that a large debt owed by the king was canceled by her family in exchange for permitting them to manage her captivity suggests that the acts attributed to her were politically motivated slander that allowed the relatives to appropriate her lands, which is kind of what I feel happened. Like, mm -hmm. they basically started some rumors. She probably did have a fling with a little young 21-year-old. And because she was Real taking, cougar, you know, right. living her best life and had all this money, was running shit, thought she looked hot as shit. And they were like, we're going to take this bitch down a peg. <laughs> and about did. this, this is a man's world. It's a man's world. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. So the evidence against Bathory obviously has its flaws. Of 289 witness accounts, more than 250 of those offered were hearsay or no information whatsoever. Basically, just like, mm, yeah, girl, I heard. Let me I tell heard. you, <laughs> Teresa down the street, <laughs> she done told me about that bitch. We was plucking our chicken's feathers, <laughs> <laughs> and she said 
this blood is just like the blood that the countess uses to drink. And I was like, what? And she was like, yes, but you say because you ain't a virgin because, you know, Tommy got it last week. (laughs) (laughs) So out of 289, 250 of these people was just gossip. And how how many of those leftover were, like, paid, probably, from the prosecution or, like, the king's side? Like, we're down to to 39 people who could possibly be accurate. We know four of them were the people y'all tortured and killed yeah. that were her servants. So we, how much is their testimony is really good. So now we're down to like, what, 35? Listen, we already heard what they said. Like, oh, am I pretty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are susceptible to anything. <laughs> I'm going to kill you if you don't admit to this. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the testimony that Bathory had listed, 650 victims was secondhand accounting of what a court official had discovered. Yet the official, the official who had supposedly seen this information didn't testify. So it's like Bob back in um, bookkeeping, he said that he saw some papers that said 650. Well, where's Bob? Oh, he's um, on vacation for the week. So just go ahead and put it he's down. He's out of pocket. You're not yeah. getting, he's a, no sale signal. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Though. Don't worry I'm about it. You know that Bob said. I got you, fam. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. My word, cool, cool, my cool. word's gold, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so this poor lady, I say poor lady because I really believe she was probably innocent of all of this. Just all these men. Mm. Many of the witnesses who spoke against Bathory were beholden to the investigator. So mm. owed him in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So he was basically like... Jailhouse narcs. Yeah. He's basically <laughs> like, remember how you owed me one? Here we go. I'm cashing it in. <laughs> cashing it, it in. in. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he's the one who oversaw the entire investigation. Coincidence? I think not. And the fact that Bathory's servants, again, were tortured makes their confessions unreliable. Mm-hmm. But what do you do? It's been a hundred. It's been a thousand years. <laughs> Almost. Damn, it's been that long? Well, it happened in 1500, so not 500 years. Yeah, feels like a thousand. 500 years ago. I mean, 300 of that was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think it's been a thousand. <laughs> Why might Bathory have been the subject to outside plots and schemes? Well, obviously, because she owed the king a ton of money. You know, I like to do my little, why'd I do this to her? I got my girls back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imprisonment allowed the family members, all those people that she was related to who were powerful, to take control of her possessions, her wealth, uh, her army, everything. So, you know, they're Bitch all had like. had an army at her disposal? Oh, Yeah. They're like she was dangerous to them. Because remember, her husband was fighting the Ottoman Turks, and right. they were like demolishing them. They were one of the most feared armies. Mm-hmm. So you got this badass army. You got all this money. She ain't playing by the rules. Fucking everybody's kids. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, of course they're gonna come at her. Yeah. And if she were a man, the whole history would have played out differently. Oh yeah. You know, but she was a female, and if she would have just married somebody, found the right person to marry, then. Who knows how it would have turned out? Never happened. It's a shame it didn't go to trial, though. I did not realize how much they did write down in those days, especially mm-hmm. for trials. And I was like, damn. You're right. If they had gone to trial, then these people would have been called to testify and whatnot. But I was like, man, I, I mean, feel she still her. would have been guilty, but I feel her on that level that she was just like, do what you got to do to me as long as my kids get something, because this is what's going to happen to me anyway. Yeah. And. There wasn't much fighting that she could do, you know. Her son-in-laws knew beforehand that her arrest was coming. So, again, they knew, oh, she's about to get 
caught up in some stuff. Let's mm -hmm. just go ahead and say it's true so we can get all of her stuff and more evidence to force her hand to sign everything over to us. Mm -hmm. The... Habsburg court owed her money that they didn't want to pay. And Baratheon's support of her nephew, Prince Gabar Bathory of Transylvania, who was in conflict with the Habsburgs, potentially placed her in danger. The Habsburgs owed her money. She was in conflict with their nephew. So, of course, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, she guilty. She did it. We heard, too. Let's look at her. That's a guilty-ass face. <laughs> yeah. No better way to pay your, to get out of debts. I wish I could do that with my credit card company. All right. I know that everybody at Chase <laughs> killed some people. <laughs> oh, that bitch at USAA? That bitch still suing. So when are we going to clear my credit card? <laughs> How long is it going to take? Two weeks. I need that expedited. Six to eight weeks? Cool, cool, cool. I was a victim. That's exactly how I felt this went down on her. <laughs> However, though, it is unlikely that Bathory was completely innocent. In 1602, a priest wrote a letter that discussed the excessive cruelty. Cruel, help, me, help me out here, Jennifer. Cruelty. There we go. There you go. Exhibited by Bathory and her husband towards their servants. The testimony against Bathory could have included true tales about how harshly she acted with the lower class. Such acts weren't illegal at the time. Bathory was only punished because her victims were said to have included noble women. Noble women but would still make Bathory responsible for many ruined lives. So if she'd have just kept it with the peasants, she could have done what she wanted to do and kept them For the rest of her life. Yep. And they did show in the movie where she did have some violent tendencies where she would, you know, whip peasant people or servants or whatnot if they didn't perform to the standards, but not, not saying it's okay. With the but caste system and how it was, that's just how it was. I mean, it sounds terrible saying that now. I mean, obviously, we don't do this anymore, and it's not a good thing. Okay, Never was. Gonna, never was, but it was done. Yeah. There was not a law. So then for them to spin it around on her and be like, oh, she used to beat her servants like, cross the dog. Y'all still do it. I saw you. You beat Tony last week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just because he dropped the egg. <laughs> <laughs> but then they want to try to, like, throw her under the bus for it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The body of 54-year-old Bathory was found August 24th, 1614, in her castle, which is located in present-day Slovakia. Ooh. Did I do that right? You did. All right. <laughs> well, she'd been imprisoned since 1610. So for four years, she stayed walled up in her castle. And they show that in the movie, too, that she's walled up in there, and she would, like, just slowly pick away until she could see through the cracks outside. They, like, they would slide her some food and stuff, but it wasn't a she didn't have no servants or nothing? No, like, oh, no, she was literally, they took one of the towers and they walled up the windows and the oh. doors and they just had a little flap that they would slide food through. I and bet she stank. Was in there That's by my her. thing. I always think about the baths and stuff. Like, yes. She wouldn't get no fresh water. No. How? Four years she stayed walled up no in No wonder there. why she died. Well, so they, in all the different articles I read, they never discussed how she died. Per the movie, she killed herself. She had like a chicken bone or something from some dinner and she slit her wrist but then killed herself. And I'm like, don't even blame you. <laughs> if you walled me up in a castle by myself for four years and I had to pick away the cement to even see outside. Bruh, nah. I ain't about that life. No. And she was young. She, like I said, she was 38, 39 when all this happened. So four years later, she's like, what, 43? Yeah. You know how long of life that could be bored? Just walled Listen, up in we there? we are living in a pandemic. And that was enough. <laughs> 
And that was rough. And I was able to look outside the whole time. Yes. Okay? I can't imagine not having the ability to see sunlight other than, like, underneath the door where my food comes from. Yes. I cannot imagine not being able to take a bath, not having servants anymore if I was used to that life. Obviously, I don't have that life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not accustomed to that. But if I had to become de-accustomed to it or if I was, it must be hard. Right. Nothing. Just in there all alone. Mm. She did better than me because I wouldn't have lasted four years. No. I'd be like, no. Give me that chicken bone right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> she was initially buried in the crypt on her family estate, but her body was likely moved afterwards. Many accounts state that she was initially buried in the castle, but that there was an uproar among the local villagers, and so her body was moved to her birth home. It's interesting to wonder where her body would be now. Maybe, uh... <laughs> Maybe she didn't die. Maybe she did an Elvis. Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> Got a hologram. They're all hanging out together, having <laughs> drinks right now, listening to our podcast. What are you drinking, Elizabeth? Blood. What are you drinking? <laughs> Colt 45. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're listening to our podcast? Oh, my God. I hope. Tupac, you're out there. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. Send me an anonymous me- email. Just be like, I am. I'll know what it's about. I know. I know. I know. We know. We know. <laughs> now watch everybody send emails. <laughs> Tupac, is that really you? Oh my God. Since her death, Bathory has become a prominent figure in folklore, literature, and music, and often compared to Vlad the Impaler. 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 Vlad the Impaler. Taylor. There we go. Taylor. That's uh, right. <laughs> Wallachia. they were separated by more than a century but had a common reputation for cruelty brutality and bloodthirstiness across eastern europe in 1817 saw the publishing of witnessing accounts for the first time showing that the stories of bathory's blood drinking or bathing were legend rather than fact bathory's bloodthirsty reputation coincided with the vampire scares that haunted europe in the early 18th century. What I would give for a vampire scare. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be way cooler than COVID. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, back then, they really thought vampires were real, so probably be scary. Oh, I guess, yeah. It's not scary now. It'd just be really cool. I'd be like, oh, my God. (laughs) But back then, you know, they believed in all that stuff. Do you sparkle like Twilight? (laughs) (laughs) Back then, I think they melted in the sunlight or, like, burned. Burned. I'm sorry, not melted. I mean, I do, too. Look at me. That's the Wicked Witch and Wizard of Oz. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting it all Amazing. confused. <laughs> Again, it's said that the 19... Or, I'm sorry, 1897 book Dracula, Bram Stoker wrote it, and it's said to be the legends of both Bathory and... Vlad the Impaler. Both of them. He brought his inspiration from the both of them. Which, honestly, it's lasted, so... They have... um lived in history i i'd like to think that my name exists some past my death but maybe not for a reason several historians have argued that far from being a cruel and barbaric killer bathory was in fact a merely a victim of a conspiracy the hungarian professor laszlo nagli claimed the accusations and proceedings against bathory were politically motivated 
due to her extensive wealth and ownership of large lands in Hungary. It is possible that Bathory's wealth and power made her a perceived threat to leaders of Hungary, whose political landscape was overwhelmed with major rivalries at the time, which is all very true and all very well documented across everything. Yeah. Bathory, I mean, what is time but a dick measuring contest, okay? Right there. At dick measuring, dick swinging, you know, whichever way. <laughs> Bathory appeared to have supported her nephew, the ruler of Transylvania, Transylvania, and rival to Hungary. It is not uncommon to accuse a wealthy widow or murder, witchcraft, or sexual misconduct to seize her lover. And that, my friend, That's how I'm going to go down. <laughs> is the story of Elizabeth Bathory, who I personally feel... Railroaded? Well, yes. I feel like she was a badass bitch. Maybe she slapped a few people around. As is the custom of the time. Yes. Listen, if it wasn't frowned upon now, I would slap some people around. Like, excuse me? Same. Same. They try me at H-E-B every week, okay? (laughs) (laughs) My sources for this were biography.com, Crime Figures, Elizabeth Bathory, historyhit.com, The Blood Countess, uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's still out there. And you know, kids today wouldn't even know what encyclopedias look no, they like. Wouldn't. And the movie The Countess. At first, I turned on one thing, and I was like, "Came on!" And we, me and JJ watched. I was like, "If it's this cheesy the whole time, I'm not going to be able to make it through this." He's like, "Well, just watch it for you know." He loves history things like that too. He's like, "No, let's just watch it." And then it got really ridiculous, and I was like, "I don't think this is the one I was watching the previews to." <laughs> this chick's hair was like fucking this big, and I was like, "No, it looks like a legit." Like a- it's when you accidentally find a porn, like, oh, I yes. didn't, oh. I'm like, this is like a C or a D level movie or a, a softcore porn trying to like make it big time. <laughs> like Skinamax at night. So then I was like, hold on, let me check my search history. And I'm like, no, 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 it's this one. So then I turned on the other one. He's like, oh, yeah, this is much better quality. It was, <laughs> it was still, you know, not, you know, a, a blockbuster hit, but the quality was really good in the movie and it was really good. And per all the articles and everything I read, very historically accurate. So. I love it when they do that, though, when yes. they have a historically accurate one. That's so why I I'm don't like, have to read a fucking book. <laughs> I just like to Google afterwards when I watch it, did this really happen? Like, Yes. I told you I'm walking, watching Vikings Bahala right now right. with Leif Erikson, and I am, like, in love. And then I told JJ, I'm like, do you know who Leif Erikson is? Eric like, the Red? Yeah. Eric the Red was his dad. I didn't know that until I watched. I never watched the first Vikings, but I need to watch it. But I've been watching the Vikings Bahala, and... I got, like, so excited, I, like, ran in the room and told JJ, because the guy introduced, he's like, I'm Leif Erickson. I was like, what? <laughs> and I ran there, I was like, JJ didn't tell me this was about Leif Erickson. He's like, uh, who's that? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Fail. Yes. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then he was like, you should do an episode of your podcast over Leif Erickson. I was like, I should. <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited. I was like, and I can watch this for information and <laughs> reference and you have to Listen. leave me alone because i'm researching my podcast i'm podcasting right now sitting <laughs> the bed watching hours of netflix eating my candy drinking my coffee I'm like leave me alone i'm researching for my podcast take the kids with you <laughs> it's like you're watching vikings Valhalla. when he takes his shirt off that's for research purposes <laughs> that's the last kingdom which i haven't watched the new season yet <laughs> swoon swoon <laughs> You guys watch that, don't you? The Last Kingdom? No, I haven't watched that either. Y'all, I hate to tell y'all that after only a few episodes, Jennifer and I have to break up. 
This is it. This is when the podcast ends. I thought you watched Uhtred from Bebenberg. Oh, girl. Well, I'm going to need you to get on that train. I'm going to need to get on it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Becky. I have failed. <laughs> daughter. And oh, God. You already got me into it now. I got it. <laughs> he's based off historical. Why do you think I watch The Witcher? <laughs> <laughs> that is our my historical episode over at Elizabeth Dathory. Let us know what you guys think about her. I think it was all they was coming at a bitch. Right. <laughs> what you think, Jen? Uh, I loved it. I actually knew about Elizabeth Bathory, but not a lot. I just knew the folklore, but to know like the whole backstory because there's always your quote summed it up perfectly. The winner writes the history books. Yes. And in this case, being a woman made her the loser. But it's good. We guys, we got uh, another historical set of episodes coming up. We've got some listener stories. So if you have any more listener stories, let us know. Uh, we had Alicia on, our dear friend and Becky sister-in-law. And so if any of you guys are interested in doing that, just let us know. We'll see what we can work out. Uh, yes. Any story suggestions? Because um, we also have some of those coming this way, uh, suggested by our listeners. So anything like that, let us know. Find us on socials. Fall in those DMs. Send us an email at twoclosetohome at yahoo.com. And as always, stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. And do not bring it too close to home. Like Elizabeth out there, just dropping Uh -uh. bodies like flies. Don't do it, y'all. Don't Don't, do it. The blood's not going to do anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just gonna give you a rash. <laughs> She's a nurse, so. She's a nurse. She would know. I would. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you like listening to us, you can find us on Facebook at Too Close Pod or under the Instagram handle Too Close Podcast. Also, if you have any stories of your own Too Close to Home experiences, shoot us an email at Too Close to Home at Yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.